Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I am athlete tonight. This is I am athlete tonight. I am your host, 10-year NFL defensive lineman, Lee Doosable. And you know I'm with the squad, 2006 NBA champion with the Miami Heat, Antoine Walker, and former first-round pick, everybody of the WNBA Everybody's favorite auntie, Auntie Chantel Trimeter. How's everybody doing tonight? We good. We good. Man, it's a crazy day in sports. We talked about this yesterday, Auntie. We thought it was a crazy day in the NBA yesterday. My right. goodness. <laughs> so, man, NBA free agency is off to a crazy start. And we'll have all the moves and trades that happen for you live here on I Am Athlete tonight. Former Pro Bowl punter Marquette King says, I'm done fighting. And can't believe he doesn't have a job in the NFL. He joins the show later to talk about it. And will Zion Williamson be comeback player of the year in the NBA? We'll discuss that. But in the words of the great Jackie Moon, everybody panic. That is literally what is happening in the NBA world because Kevin Durant has requested a trade away from the Brooklyn Nets. Now, let's put this thing into perspective and bring it full circle. On June 30th in 2019, Kevin Durant signed with the Brooklyn Nets. Three years later, on the same exact day, he's asked, asked for a trade away from the Brooklyn Nets. Now, according to Chris Hayes, Kevin Durant has the Phoenix Suns listed as a preferred trade destination. League sources tell him ESPN is also reporting that the Miami Heat are also on Durant's short list. Um, we want to bring in our guest and friend, Kristen Winfield, who is the Nets and NBA reporter for the New York Daily News. Now, Kristen has been tuned in with all that is going on with the Nets in the NBA. So we want to bring him in to see what is going on with Kevin Durant. Kristen, what's up, man? Thanks for joining us again. Thanks for having me back, guys. Appreciate you. To, to kind of answer your question really quickly, I mean, this has always been a package deal, right? It's always been Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is the one who actually brought Kevin Durant to Brooklyn. So this is kind of just how it's played out. You know, mm. I, I think there was some sense among Kevin and Kyrie that ultimately a deal of Ky to Kyrie's liking would get done that would keep him happy in Brooklyn. That obviously didn't happen. And now shortly after that, you see Kevin Durant request a trade. Now he could be heading to the Suns. He could be heading to wherever the Nets are going to get the most uh, in terms of, of draft picks and, and young players, maybe a potential star player, because you can't sell Kevin Durant for pennies on the dollar. That's not happening. Um, it, it's just let, let the record show this is a, a huge failure on the side of, of the Nets front office in terms of having this number of stars together and not putting together a team that can win a championship, not keeping this group together. You've got season ticket holders on Twitter talking about we saw Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on promotional materials before we bought our next season's worth of tickets. And now they're going to go see a team that could feasibly have Ben Simmons and some role players out there as this team rebuilds. Uh, it's a dark time for Brooklyn for sure when you consider where they came from, how they got to where they are, and now where it appears they're heading again. Christian, I, I got to ask this question, right? Because with Kyrie Irving opting in, I think everybody assumed that, you know, the Brooklyn Nets were going to be led by Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. How the hell did we end up in this situation? This is what happens when you play hardball with, with someone like Kyrie. And, and, this, and Kyrie is the one player who maybe you might not want to do that with because he's so set in his ways that if he doesn't get his way, he's going to figure out another way to go about business. This way, it's okay, well, I'm headed out. Kevin is also headed out. And this has always been the threat of not retaining Kyrie, not giving him the deal that he wants, right? Because if you don't have, you have to understand, 
and you guys have been athletes, you guys know, you guys have competed at the highest level. You're probably not taking a one-year deal if you are playing at a high level and you have injury history that proves that you should have that long-term type of, of guarantee. The Nets didn't give him that. And ultimately, that's what it was. Kevin Durant said something really interesting on a podcast recently. He said, you know, my friendship with Kyrie Irving goes far beyond the basketball court. Once mm. I saw that, I said, OK, th- this is this is this is not done yet. And clearly it's not. over. it's over for Brooklyn because Kevin Durant is gone. Well, let me ask you the question. It's well, actually two questions. The first question is, is do you think KD took offense to the fact that they only get that Kyrie had to opt into his deal and they were not willing to offer him a max contract. And then the second part to my question, and you kind of just answered it a little bit when you talked about their friendship between those two. I'm from the school that um, it's basketball friends and it's real friends. Yeah. I'm not really sure they're real friends. I think they're basketball friends. I think they respect each other. I still believe you know, during the season, they may go get dinner together, but I don't think they're hanging out in the summertime and they're getting together during vacation. So I just – and you can you around those guys more than obviously us. So can you just give us an insight on that? Because it's hard to believe that they're as good as friends that they are. KD's got four years locked up. You opt into your deal, which I'm sure – and we know Brooklyn was going to do some type of deal with you. Why you wouldn't see this thing all the way through? Well, to to kind of give you some perspective on that, I've been told that Kevin and Kyrie are open to deals that would send them as a package to another team. So that shows you how tight they still are, at least on the floor. I think they're good friends off the court as well. But I do think there is something to be said about Kyrie's decision not to get vaccinated and the ripple effect that it had for this season. This was a very important season for Kevin Durant, for the Nets, for everybody involved. And that decision kind of trickled into James Harden wanted to trade. Now you trade James Harden, you get Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons doesn't even play. And for them to still want to play together going forward, and I have that on on, on good authority, I think they're as close as it would sound. And I think that goes to your first question as to whether Kevin felt maybe disrespected that the Nets didn't give Kyrie the deal that he was looking for. I think that played a, a good a good role in this decision. Now, I think Kevin kind of feels like, Hey, if you guys aren't going to treat Kyrie who brought me here, right. Why should I even stick around? Go ahead, auntie. How you doing? My, you know, my question is what, what do you think is going through Steve Nash's head? <laughs> uh, you know, um, you know, he had this squad or, or on paper, obviously the best team in the league on paper before the beginning of last season. And this whole debacle, including, you know, Kyrie calling practices after practice without him and and now his two star players obviously wanting out and probably getting out. Like, where do you think his head is? You know, I I wouldn't rule out a Kenny Atkinson return to Brooklyn. And and this is why Um, Mm. I've heard on multiple accounts that Steve Nash wanted to inherit a situation that was ready to compete for a championship right now. Um, that is no longer the case. And right. not only is that no longer the case, but no one is sold, not Nets fans, not Nets players, not Nets beat writers, that Steve Nash is the head coach of the future, just based on what we've seen from him in adjustments. It's based on what we've seen from Ime Udoka, by the way, was poached from Steve Nash's coaching staff and then sweeps him out of the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So right. it's 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 not certain that Steve Nash is going to be the guy. But I mean, to be frank, I don't know. We, we 
we could see Sean Marks be moved at this point because of the fumble job right here. When you have two superstars that are now asking out, we, there's so many different moving parts that I don't know where Steve Nash fits in on this. And that's why what's going through his head is, am I going to even have a job a month from now? Right. And one, one last question. Uh, if you had to guess. Sure. Where are they going? Are they going um, together? Are they going different places? Where do you think nah, they go? End up? I, I don't think that. So you've got Kevin Durant making 44 million in a year. You've got Kyrie Irving just opting into 37. That's about $80 million that the Nets are going to have to send out to a team for one team to take that back. They'd have to give up so many different players and then assets. Right. I don't think any one team has that type of package. Um, I've been told, though, that Kevin Durant really wants to go to the Phoenix Suns. The Suns can give up DeAndre Ayton, Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, and they have draft picks that they could send. Kyrie Irving is a little bit more of a difficult find, right? Because uh, um, I've been told that the teams that are interested in him are the Lakers, obviously, uh, and the Dallas Mavericks. But when you look at the Dallas Ooh. Mavericks, you only really have Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, Davis Bertans. You could try to get Spencer Dinwiddie back, but that doesn't really help you. Um, the Lakers, you'd have to find some sort of three-team trade because I've been told the, the Nets are not interested in, in taking Russell Westbrook back. So that probably looks like Russ to Charlotte. Maybe the Nets get Terry Rozier and maybe they get Kelly Oubre in that deal as well or P.J. Washington and draft picks. But it's going to depend on what type of package the Nets are able to get back and if the Lakers are able to get those young players and draft picks back in a Russell Westbrook deal that they can reroute to Brooklyn. But you didn't answer my question. What was it? Oh, where's he going? Oh, I think Kyrie's where, where going to end going? up on the Lakers. I think Kyrie's going to end up on the Lakers for sure. For sure. And I think oh, thank you for saying that. Phoenix, yeah. <laughs> she's a big LeBron fan. If you did and didn't know, uh, I could tell. I could tell already. <laughs> no, I was just saying for a long time that I think Kyrie ends up at the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. with the Lakers. Yeah, I agree with. So that. you just added some credibility to that. Thank yeah, you very much. I, I, I think that's it. the. I think that's the most logical spot for him for the Nets to get some sort of assets back. And I think the Suns can put together the best package for a deal for Kevin Durant. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable. With my teammates, Antoine Walker and Auntie Chantel Trimeter, we're talking to Christian Winfield, who is a Nets and NBA reporter for the New York Daily News. He's had his ear to the streets on this Brooklyn Nets situation with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant has asked to be traded away from the Brooklyn Nets. And Christian, this is a perfect segue because you were just talking about that Suns package. I know me and you were talking a little bit on Twitter about that. It seems like a lot of you know Nets fans and maybe even front office don't believe a package with a DeAndre Ayton, a, a Bridges, and a Cam Johnson and three first round picks isn't enough to me. I think that's a lot, right? Yeah. You're talking about three potential starters the Suns would be giving up and three first round picks. But there's also reports out there that are saying that the Nets would only do a deal with the Suns if it included uh, Devin Booker. But I don't even think that's possible, right? No, he just got his Supermax, Supermax. extension. I think yeah. four years, $214 million, which is, I mean, the average annual salary on that is something like $55 million a year which is just crazy. That's so much money for Devin Booker. Congratulations <laughs> to him. Um, but I, I th I've also seen reports that suggest Kevin Durant could be headed to Miami for Bam Adebayo. Okay, that was my next question. Um, it's not the Suns. Where do you think he could go? Yeah, I, I, I don't think it, it happens with the Heat because Bam Adebayo would have to be the center of that package. And Bam just signed a like rookie max extension. Yep. And the collective bargain agreement says you can only have one player on your roster that has that, that extension. The Nets have Ben Simmons. So they'd have to trade Ben Simmons in any deal to bring in Bam Adebayo so that can't happen um in terms of other teams that could trade for kevin durant i'm not sure i see some people saying hey the warriors could put together a really nice package for oh, him wow. too i mean you could see he ain't going there i don't, I don't think that what about happen. what about I, toronto i saw some <laughs> stuff about toronto I, I don't think like if toronto gives up what it would take to get kevin durant i don't think they'd be contenders anymore 
right? Because you'd have to give up OG Ananobi. You'd have to give up a bunch of other guys. Now you're stuck with Kevin Durant, Scotty Barnes, and some role players. I, I don't know that that works. So I think Phoenix makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I think Phoenix, Phoenix I makes think, the most sense right now. Let's ask a question. We, we know Phoenix makes the most sense basketball-wise and putting Kevin Durant in a good situation and receiving, you know, probably some decent players back in return. Let's just say this, and you let's say the Nets decide to put to say, "F you, KD, we're gonna mm-hmm. do this. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna trade you to a team. I don't Detroit Pistons, Indiana oh Pacers. I mean, teams that are in rebuilding mode and oh, wow. do what they did and go to rebuilding mode and try to get you four or five first round draft picks. Just get pick heavy. Is that a possibility? Because um, you because you don't know. We don't know how this relationship." Has went all of a sudden, you know, three hours before free agency starts, you just hit you hit the team the, the team with this big whammy. You want a trade request? What if they just say, "Listen, we don't care. We're going to take all picks, and we get all these scenarios out the way." See, that's the scary part about this because they can do that if they really want to do that. Let, let me let me ask now, you the other side of that question, though. That's why you you were a player in the league for so many years. If you saw the Nets treat a star player the way that you're suggesting they they treat him, which is send him to a team that will never make the playoffs, send him to Detroit, Ooh. would you then sign as a prospective free agent? Would you ever consider signing with that team for an extension or for an extended period of time, knowing that they're going to just send you to whatever team? I think they're in a unique position. I don't think every organization can do that, but Brooklyn Nets is in a a good spot to play basketball, so it's not necessarily – so I can't just say that. I think if – you know, we were talking about the Utah Jazz or OKC trying to do that, then that's a different story. But when you talk about the Brooklyn Nets, that's a decent destination if I'm a free agent. But we don't know if they're treating them bad. Kevin Durant requested a trade. This you got to know true. how this, this is this playing out. The only thing, only reason I see it may not be in happen, but the thing that's attractive about KD's situation, he has four years guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, usually, some, usually sometimes when these stars have big deals like this, they usually got, you got to re-sign them. They only got one year left on their deal. He has four years guaranteed. So Brooklyn can do, you know, they could go that route. I mean, I don't know if those organizations are willing to give up everything for a guy and if you can't put the pieces around him to win. But they could play, they could try to wait out and do that part. You know, I, I heard I heard some rumblings about, you know, potentially the Clippers, including Paul George in a deal for Kevin Durant. Uh, I'm wondering what you guys think about that. It's uh, what what do you guys think? Like, if you put Paul George, if you put Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard together, do you Ooh. think that's enough to get you over the hump? And if you're Brooklyn, right, do you want to take back a player in Paul George when maybe you're heading for a rebuild or a retool? Or does Paul George put you with Ben Simmons? Does that put you over the hump to be able to then get back to competing in the playoffs? What do, what do you guys think? Well, I think I would. I, I think I think I would definitely try it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would take. I, I would take. Um, and I like. I like Paul George, but I would definitely take Kevin Durant in the Kawhi Leonard situation. Of course, I think if you watch these championships and we watch the finals and the four teams, we got to be realistic. You know, it's it's a, it's more. It's just it's, it's great to have stars, but more importantly, you got to continue be able to put pieces around them that can help you win. Right. So it depends what else you have to give up. The Clippers will have to give up. Are they giving up a Rob Covington? Are they giving up a Norman Powell in that deal? Guys that make those make those runs really possible to get a championship. So those are hard decisions. But I mean, just as a basketball guy, not knowing basketball, I'm gonna take my chances with Kawhi Leonard and KD every day of the week. 
we'll figure it out from there. Yeah, you know what question. I mean? We'll figure it out from there. Absolutely. Christian, uh, quick question before we let you go. Kevin Durant, what yeah. do you think this does to his legacy, right? Because now we've seen him leave OKC and join a 73-win team. The 73-win team of the Golden State Warriors – he decided to have his own team in Brooklyn, got, you know, Kyrie to come there, helped and traded for, you know, James Harden to come there. And now he's leaving again to potentially go to, well, they said he wanted to go to the Suns. That's his preferred destination. They were the number one seed last year in the West. So what do you think this does for his legacy? So there's two sides to this question, right? Number one, I- I've seen the work Kevin Durant puts in in practice behind the scenes, I've seen that work then translate on the court to being one of the most efficient players in a playoff series to being just absolutely dominant. Let me tell you something. I watched the Nets had about eight players or nine players go into the COVID-19 protocols. And I watched Kevin Durant with four rookies on the floor with him outplayed Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, and a bunch of other guys on the 76ers. And they won that game. Right. So in terms of individual greatness, Kevin Durant is one of the top of all time, but there has to be something said about taking that greatness and having it win championships, right? Having that translate to team success. And it just hasn't happened here in Brooklyn. And this is what everybody wanted to see, right? They, they saw him win two finals MVPs with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green. And yes, we understand that maybe the Warriors wouldn't have won those rings without, with K, without KD, but can he get it on his own when you mm-hmm. have a guy like Kyrie, when you have a homemade situation, in Brooklyn, the answer has been no. And if he gets traded to Phoenix, that's not a situation he put together either. So it, it what, what it does for his legacy in terms of all-time greats, I think all-time greats, there's a level of you have to win championships. There has to be a level of team success. I, I don't know if that helps him. But in terms of individual skill and greatness and, and how easily he can score on anybody, I think that remains unchanged. I think one of the biggest um, spaces left in his legacy, Christian, is Kevin Durant hasn't proven yet that he can make others around him better. Yeah. But he has proven that great players around him make him better. Yeah. And and so you you wonder what he do better on a team like you said, um where he's the guy, right? He is the guy, not another yeah. superstar or whatever. Um and that's, you know, that's something that remains to be seen. I, I will it's say this I know, I, I know you guys got to get me out of here. Auntie, yeah, I got wait, a question wait, for you. Go ahead, Christian, you good. No. How much do you weigh Team USA success? I, I happen to think that if Kevin Durant wasn't on that team, we're not looking at USA winning gold this year. And some people say you right. can swap him out with another star. I don't think that's the case. I think if you have somebody else not named KD on that team, that Team USA Team USA doesn't win gold over the years. So does team winning does basically power right. Team USA to gold? compensate for this failed trip to Brooklyn or not? Really? I don't think so. I, Cause you know what? It, it You got a lot of stars on, on an Olympic team. Sure. It, you know, that's totally different. I think. And, and it's just, you know, did even on the Olympic team, did he just play his best ball or did he make everyone else around him better? That, like, that and, and that's question. the yeah. biggest question. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Real, real quick, Christian, uh, before we get to break, this will be the last thing, uh, you know, free agency is going on right now as we're speaking, what's early signing really stood out to you? Um, that's a great question. Um, I, I think number one, seeing Bradley Beal go back to DC is good. I don't think we're going to see that be a sign and trade. I don't think it's, it's all the time. I mean, we're seeing Kevin Durant leave Brooklyn after three years, but Bradley Beal is recommitting after losing, losing, losing in DC. I think there's something to be said for that. Um, and, and you know, the Knicks getting Jalen Brunson is going to be something that everybody talks about. I happen to think that 
DeJunte Murray would have been a better fit on that team. But mm. at a certain point, you have to go and make a splash and bring in somebody that can help you compete at that next level. I think Jalen Brunson is going to be able to do that. It's just a matter of his size. Right? We're talking about six feet, six foot one in a league that's just getting bigger. Is that going to work? Are the, are the Knicks going to look back on that decision three years from now, scratching their head as to why they, they did some it? dummies? Yeah. <laughs> they Appreciate some dummies. you stopping by with us, Kristen, talking all things Brooklyn Nets and NBA. That's Kristen Winfield. The NBA and Nets reporter for the New York Daily News. Busted Open is your daily home for all things pro wrestling. Join Dave LaGreca, WWE Hall of Famers, Bully Ray and Mark Henry, and hardcore wrestling legend Tommy Dreamer. Dave LaGreca here. From WWE to AEW, Impact, New Japan, Ring of Honor, and more, we talk it all. Whether you grew up watching Ric Flair or Stone Cold Steve Austin, Busted Open is your place for pro wrestling. Busted Open, Mondays through Saturdays at 9 a.m. East on Fight Nation, Sirius XM, Channel 156. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lige Doosable, with my teammates Antoine Walker and Auntie Chantel. And while Kevin Durant hijacked the day, let's not forget that NBA free agency has officially kicked off this easing. Now, according to Sham Sharani, a two-time NBA MVP, Nikola Jokic has agreed to a five-year, $264 million Supermax contract extension with the Denver Nuggets. The richest deal in NBA history, sources Mm. tell the Athletic and and the Stadium. His fifth season, 2027 and 28, will be a player option for $60 million. Good Lord. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Oh my God. Antoine Walker, what do you yeah, think about yeah. this deal that, that Jokic just signed? Well deserved, man. When you're a two time back to back MVP, well deserved, man. Right. Um we're we're actually seeing now with some of these deals, we're seeing now with the collective bargain de- agreement that was set back then for the guys who get make all first team NBA and the MV all the awards now paying off for right. the guys and in, in the contract. So um great move by Denver. I mean, he, he deserves it. He's been he the, was the whole uh, team this year. Yeah, he was. He was a man. Right. So, you think Shaq man? Uh, Shaq better not. Be, he, got, he, he nice. He better not. He better he not be hating. But no, no, well deserved though. This this guy deserves it. I mean, unbelievable player, and he's been terrific for the last couple years. What you think, Auntie? Sixty million is a lot Ooh, of money. Fifth year, but, but look, I mean, like 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 Antoine yeah, said, right. I mean, you two-time MVP, you know, yeah, in this league. with And you're a center, like, and how this league has changed, right, <laughs> to, like, kind of like a positionless league, positionless yeah. league, and he's still just balling out. Um, he deserves it. Like, yeah. it's going to be crazy in the next, you know, I, I want to see, you know, what do you think, Antoine? Like, when do we get the first $100 million contract for a year? Like we're at Early sixty. Year, what you think? What you, I mean, I'm just saying, I, like, you know, that, or that you might, know, does that it might happen be a, in like ten years? You never know with the way these TV deals are going on, right. with all these, with all the platforms we have. You never know. You might get one of these big, big networks come in and want to get the NBA an unbelievable TV deal. You never know. Right. It's possible. It's possible. Because they give us some six, money in, in Major League Baseball too, though. Too. Right. If you can pay one guy sixty million in one year, we get close. Right. Yeah, there you go. 100%. And Nikola Jokic ain't the only guy getting paid, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. All-star guard Bradley Bill has agreed to a five-year, $251 million max contract to stay with the Washington Wizards. His agent, mm-hmm. Mark Bartlestein of Priority Sports, 
tells ESPN. Now, Twan, you weren't here yesterday, but me and Auntie kind of talked about this because we knew that he was up for the Supermax. And I always wondered, you know, Bradley Bill, he's kind of been stuck in, in Washington, hasn't really gotten over the hump. I, w- I figured, you know, in year, I think this is year 10 for him or year 11, would he consider maybe leaving and going to play in for a contender? Now, granted, he would have to take one year, one less year on the deal. I think it would have been around 184 he could have made. But he decides to sign the Supermax. So what do you think about that, Antoine, him not leaving and going to play for a contender and staying with the Washington Wizards and, and taking that Supermax deal? Didn't I just tell well, you, you know, Miss you, you guys know how, how I've said, obviously, um, how I've been out about guys getting that money and, and it's a business first. So I'm all for guys getting all the money they can get. And, you know, you worry about the other things later and hopefully they can put some pieces around. They may not be able to do it. And, you know, you get two, three years in that deal. You do what Kevin Durant doing today. (laughs) You ask out. You know what I mean? You ask out. uh... Right. You just try to force your way out of there. I think, you know, I think one thing we just talked about making six million. One thing right now, it's a player's league. The money is really good. You got to get the money while you can. Because it, it, it comes a time when that, that phone stopped ringing and, and the, mm-hmm. the contracts are not on the table. So, um, obviously, they in the rebuild mode, too, and, and watch that. I mean, I know they traded for Christophe Pazingas. He's going to have his work cut out. Um, but I said it before, off the air, it's sometimes to be a, a free, a good to be a free agent at the right time. Mm-hmm. And he had, he, had, he had all the leverage, and, and the Washington Wizards had to pay him because they were – they were looking at a situation where they were not going to have a superstar on their team, and, and they had to make sure they take care of Bradley Bill. Yeah, what you think, Ante? You think this was a good uh, – I know it was a good deal by the Washington Wizards because they got to get their all-star back. Right. Bradley Bill should have potentially left and went somewhere else where he can compete. Or, like, to Twan's point, get all your money now and then force your way out of there in a year or two. Right. For And for some guys, it may not be about – your, your number one priority may not be winning a ring. And mm. for him to make this deal, obviously that ain't number great one on him. Yeah, remember we kind of had that great, Yeah, yeah great, the point, Wizards, great point. The Wizards ain't gonna win no, they're not gonna win no ring. But you know, right. like like Antoine said, like go get your money. And and if you don't like it, I I would I'm a, I'm gonna venture to say right now that I don't think he stays all five years. I think he I think eventually I think he's gonna pull a Kevin and he's gonna ask to be he's gonna ask to get out of there especially if they keep playing the way they're playing now like yeah. you know and the only person I would pay 250 mil is probably to Brandon Marshall you know and I told the nephew I, I would <laughs> shout him out you know he out here listening to us right now so <laughs> he ain't worth 251 mil but anyway no I, I, I agree wholeheartedly with what Antoine said and, and for me I just think that for Bradley Beal it was about the money and 50 yeah. million is a lot of money it is. Now, according to Sam Sarani, a free agent, Jalen Brunson intends to sign a four-year deal near $110 million with the New York Net- Knicks in free agency. Sources tell the Athletic and Stadium. Now, the Mavericks never received a chance to even make an offer. Sources says the Mavericks were informed that Jalen Brunson had made up his mind to sign with the Knicks, so no need for the meeting. And, Auntie, I know we kind of talked about this deal yesterday. Mm-hmm. With the Knicks, what do you think down to this deal seems like it's going to be ultimately done and Jalen Bronson will go to the New York Knicks? That they made my point, and I can't wait till <laughs> Oak come on here because the Knicks is at is that dummy organization. Like the, the moves, you know, you know how sometimes somebody does something just so dumb and just put your life on pause, and you just be like, What the what the hell? Like, this is it. Like, you, you, I, you know, he's what six foot. 
He's six feet tall. <laughs> and and I just, you know, that's a lot of money to pay. And they gave up a lot for him. And yeah. I just I just don't think I don't think it was a smart move. What, what do you think, Antoine? You know, I've, the person I feel bad for is for Jalen Brunson. And obviously, Ooh. I'm happy that he's he, he does deserve to get paid. I'm never going to take that, take that away from him. But I don't think he's, you know, he's going to a, this this big market, right. this, organi- this organization that's looking for a star. Um, just look at this right now. He, we're talking about top free agents. He's been all over the news for the last three, four days as a yeah. top free agent because of the dollar amount right. uh, of and what they're paying him. City too. Yeah, and they put a lot of pressure on him. And this, we're talking about a guy who's probably top 15, top 20 guard in the league. He's I mean, he's definitely not in the top 10 of point guards in this league. And if you look at his career, I know he started the 18 playoff games this year and they went to the West Conference Finals. But prior to that, he was a guy that came off the bench. He was a bench. He was a guy that came off the bench and was in the six-man in the six-man role. And now you ask him to go to New York City with this big paycheck, this big number on top of his head, and people are going to expect huge things from him. And I don't necessarily know. They were 37 and 45 last year. Mm. Uh, does he give him to 40? Does he give him to 500? Does <laughs> no, he add an extra <laughs> four wins? Yeah, so I, I just don't know. I just don't think, you know, um, it's just a lot of pressure for Jalen Brunson. Hopefully he can live up to it to help them at least improve. But they were in the 11th spot last year. They're fighting for a play-in situation. I, I look for the same thing, even adding Jalen Brunson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Auntie, quickly and real quickly, do you do you think because of what they're paying him, they make him the number one, you know, option on offense for the New York Knicks? I mean, you're gonna have to, right? If you pay somebody that much money and you want somebody to be your superstar, like Antoine said, I mean, you gotta try and make him your number one. Is he is he a true number one? I don't think so, but you know, that's again, that's why they're gonna end up being 11th seed and and <laughs> you know yeah. uh, I just I just don't think it was a smart move I just I'm not gonna say like he said he got his money and, and great but yeah. I just I don't think it was a smart move by I think they could have made a smarter move I am athlete tonight is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network Support I Am Athlete tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. SiriusXM Podcasts.